Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today for our interview with Louise Khoury. Louise is an author, a mother of four, a wife, founder and CEO of Magellica Inc. She's a former marketing and advertising executive, a tireless fundraiser for many charities, a painter and a gardener. Her Majelica's Voyage book series brings magic to life for girls and boys. And my friends, she is just getting started. Louise, it's so great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking time on your birthday to be here with us today. It's a pleasure to be with you. So I want to go back to the beginning and I want to talk about Majelica and how this story came into being. Well, Majelica is a young girl who is born on earth, hatched from a sapphire egg and raised by a chosen mom. And she, at 12 years old, develops wings and wants to find out who she is and where she comes from. And that's the story I really wanted to tell and the adventures and, and link it back to all kids who are looking for who they are and where they come from. I love that story. And One of the things that really I resonated with on your website, there's a couple of phrases and it says this, our goal is to entertain kids through stories that inspire children to dream bigger, reach higher, and look further. Imagine, believe, achieve. And I could not, you know, love that messaging anymore because it's so true that what you do in your work as an author really opens up kids and really has them dive into their imaginations, which I just think is so precious these days. Absolutely. You know, we have some really important messages that we want to teach children, but uh, I believe that we have to teach them through story and that kids have to discover the magic for themselves. And so it was so important to create an amazing adventure to put kids in the bathtub and close your eyes and imagine where you could go to and where you could fly and to have the lessons embedded through the story so that they felt that they were really discovering them for themselves. And that way they would be inspired to believe in themselves and to believe in the powers of love and positivity, et cetera. That belief in themselves is so huge. I think, especially in, in sort of the climate of education these days, you know, from my kids going to public school, I find that there's not a lot of opportunity throughout the day to engage their creativity or to problem solve or to really become independent thinkers. It's more in line with following the rules, staying in this box. So what you present to the world through your art 
is letting them really just imagine the possibilities, which is such a beautiful thing. Right, because nobody owns, you own your own imagination. And if you close your eyes, if you're in your tub tonight and you close your eyes, you can imagine anything you want. And no one can tell you if it's right or wrong or good. And you own that. And that's where you're allowed to really uh, go anywhere you want. And, and so it's so important that all of us, in terms of parents and educators, that we try to stimulate the imaginations of our kids and let them discover things on their own. Absolutely. And what an empowering thing to teach our kids to really believe in their imaginations, believe in their dreams, and believe in a bigger future that maybe hasn't been created yet, where it's totally up to them to do that. And the fact that they are able to is such a powerful lesson for them. Yes. And I mean, I, I think, you know, we all think we all know the world is, is really in a difficult place right now. And there's so many unknowns. And if we're going to change the world, if we're going to make a better world, it has to start with the young children today and to change the way they look at things. And so stimulate their imagination and make them feel good about who they are and be grateful. And all those things change the type of people that we are going to educate to grow up and make the next world and be the parents of the future and then we will have real change so absolutely yeah and I could again I couldn't agree more I, I love that we you know I feel like we have this connection on so many levels as far as the this notion of the arts and the arts being able to mold and shape our, our future generations and give them an opportunity to, to create new and inspiring things and really just go out boldly into the world and to lead people in amazing new ways. Absolutely. And, you know, like with you, with dance, I mean, that's self-expression. And what you said before was so right in terms of putting kids in boxes. And what we want to do is provide them with tools to help them get out of the boxes and yeah. tools that allow them to expand their own creativity. And that becomes yours and you own it, you know? And I think one of the biggest problems right now is low self-esteem. And I think that is the key to bullying and to so many negative things that happen um, to, you know, humans, to kids in, in the world. And how do we build self-esteem? We build it by making people feel good about who they are and allowing them their own dreams. So the, there's so many, I mean, I know we're going on to all kinds of subjects here, but it's, it's not just a straight line to the future. It's, it's all of us together working to help kids discover the power of their own magic, the power that they actually have inside of them that they're born with, and help them utilize that to become happy, well-adjusted kids and grown-ups. Absolutely. And I think before we, we started doing our interview today, we talked a little bit about fear. And, and I think this plays into our discussion right now about as we're teaching our kids how to be creative and live who they're meant to be, it really is all wrapped up in fear. And that fear could be for the parents and their fear of wanting their kids to maybe fit into this mold or fear in the kids because maybe they don't have the necessary mentors in their lives at the moment who can model this world of being a little more fearless. 
Absolutely. And, you know, in Majelica's Voyage and, and in the three books, and as we look to, you know, the other things we're doing, it's so clear that fear is the, is the greatest enemy. But Majelica realizes that love it is the most powerful thing. And it's way more powerful than fear. So when Prince Willow is uh, stranded, he, he's afraid. There's a, we're not going to take away the fear. But he's determined to get there. And he changes the way he looks at a situation. And he becomes positive, And he gets to where he has to go. And, and Majelica, when they walk through the forest, I mean, there are noises. There are things that make them afraid. But they realize that, you know, okay, forget about the noises. And yes, we believe that there's something positive ahead of us. And they forge ahead and they go there. And actually things turn out in their favor. And so each time they're stopped by the fears, once they overcome them, they experience amazing opportunities. And, you know, we did talk about that earlier on. And that's, you know, at every age and, and in so many situations. Yes, being able to face that fear and overcome it, pushing past it, even though you're maybe uncomfortable, is certainly such a valuable life lesson for all of us as parents to learn and to employ as well as teach our kids to really lean into that fear, even though it's a little scary. On the other side of that usually comes the biggest transformation. So. I, I love the story of Majelica. I went and, and read it before we got on our interview, and I have to say, there's so many great lessons in this book for parents and for kids, and the illustrations are so beautifully done, the vibrant colors and the emotion that's portrayed. I have to just say that I really enjoyed it thoroughly, so thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're very excited about the third book just being launched, and we're working on all kinds of exciting projects right now, both in Canada and overseas. And um, we're really happy to touch the lives of children and touch the lives of parents. And um, there was a, a man this morning that I uh, was talking to someone about Majelica, and he was saying how his two sons, um, he never thought they would want to read the books because he felt that they were much more into Ninja Turtles and, and things like that, and maybe it was a bit too girly for them. So he read the first book to them, and they wanted instantly to read the second, which he, he then did, and they had a feather necklace, so each of the boys shared a feather, and then one of the sons said to his dad, Dad, I don't want to take showers anymore. I want to get in the bathtub like Majelica and see where I can go. And it was so incredible as he was telling me the story, and he said, it's a story about family. It's a story about believing in yourself. It's a story about adventure and imagination and worlds and about bringing people together and connecting peoples and worlds and living in harmony and positivity and, and it goes on. And so I was touched by what he was telling us this morning. And, you know, it's lovely to see that somebody can really uh, have their life changed and affected by the books that you write. So I'm thrilled. Yeah, and, and I love that story. And I wanted to talk about this notion of being a writer, being an author. And when in your life did you discover that that's what you wanted to be doing? You know, I think that what happens in life is you're the sum total of everything that you are. So I always liked to write and I was always a good writer, but I never thought of myself actually as writing books. And things just happen when the time is right and when 
you're in that place. And um, so I started with the first book and, and had a team really helping me because I'd never written a children's story before. And I knew sort of where I wanted to go and that I wanted to inspire kids. I've always been a huge advocate for children. And then the second book just sort of came from the first and then the third. So I didn't start out wanting to be a writer. Everyone who has a dream, just go with it. You know, you have to just believe that you can and you have to go with it. And I think what's happened to me through this process is actually what happens to Majelica through the book. It's like every time I think, oh my gosh, am I going to do this? Am I going to hire a new illustrator? Am I going to write? An-? And you know, my books are in English, French, and Spanish. So there's like three teams on each, um, on each book. And um, I-, I would want to give up. And I would think, oh my goodness, you know, this is too much. And it's, you know, why am I doing this? And then Somebody calls me to tell me I changed their life or, or a man calls me to tell me he was my turtle floating. And when he read the story, mm. uh, tears came to his eyes. And, and so you keep going and you keep following your dream and you keep believing you can and you pass the test. And so today I'm a writer. I have three books. I'm working on the possibilities of movies and television and all kinds of people, and it's amazing. And no, I didn't really know I was going to go there, but here I am. Yeah, and what a great story for all the people who are listening today, that even from the time you were a child, that you had this notion that you liked to write, but it never became something until you had other life experiences. So for parents with kids listening today, just start paying attention. You know, there could be something that your child is so brilliant at doing, and maybe they're not being pushed to do it at school, and maybe it's something you can do together, whether that's writing or attending a class together. You know, giving your kids opportunities to experience the arts and experience how they can be creative in different ways they can problem solve and get from point A to point B. All these experiences you create as a parent are leading to that next step for them, and we don't know what it's going to be yet, but wouldn't it be cool to know that everything we do every day with our kids and for our kids helps them to become that amazing person we all know that they were born to be? Absolutely. And you said that so beautifully. And, you know, paying attention, pay attention. The signs are there. We just don't know that they're there because we're not paying attention enough. And when we start to open up our eyes and listen and learn from our kids who have so much to teach us, then, wow, the opportunities are endless. And I I think that's something I've learned through this process is the things that happen that you think, oh, my goodness, there are no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And if we just open our eyes and start looking at what's happening around us, and we'll figure out the reason pretty quickly. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And, and with today being so fast-paced, it's sometimes hard as a parent and we kind of lose track of, of the goal or, or the end result we want to create with our kids and we just start going through the motions. So taking that time every day to be present and really just to observe and, and be grateful that these beautiful kids came into our lives and they were here, like you said, to teach us these amazing lessons and take us places we ourselves may not have known we were going to end up. Yes, gratitude is huge, eh? Gratitude, I mean, once you start being grateful for little things, you become a really positive person. 
because you focus on what you're grateful for and, and gratitude becomes sort of the focus of your life. And some people say, well, you know, it's easy for you to say, but you can start by focusing on, you know, being happy to wake up in the morning or, or whatever. And once you do that, all this positive thinking starts to take hold and the opportunities that, that opens to you, uh, you, you become a happier person and then your kids will be happier. And so I think that's really important to teach our kids to be grateful and to even play games with it and let them grow up being happy about, you know, where they are and who they are. And, and you also said before, having them feel that they're amazing. I think we, we want our kids to know that they're amazing just the way they are, that they are wonderful and, and they feel good about themselves. And I think that the tools that we give parents to, to help them do this are things like the books, like dancing, like art. Um, there's so many tools out there to help parents have carve out just a little bit of quality time with their kids to enjoy being happy. Yeah, and that is such a great takeaway to carve out that time and focus on being happy with their kids. I mean, it's such a small little thing that requires very little time, but the impact of doing that small thing every day compounds in a very profound way. Totally, totally, you know. I mean, these, my books were created really to be read parent and child. And some people said to me, Louise, you know, like, People don't have time to read to their kids. And I said, listen, they're not long books. Read one chapter together. Mm -hmm. Just share the magic together. And I get it. I understand everyone is crazy busy with work and this and homework and, and all those things. But carve out just a little bit of time to talk about these things and to share this kind of magic. And, and I think the rewards will be incredible. Yeah, and like you said, there is really something truly magical about reading out loud. And sometimes my kids will read to me and sometimes we'll read to them. And they are 10 and 13, so they're a bit older. But no matter their age, there is just something profound about having that connection where you're listening and cuddling together that just goes a long way in creating some lifelong memories with our kids. Oh, yeah. The intimate moments. I mean, is there anything better than sitting there and you have a child cuddled onto you on your lap and you're reading together and you're sort of like one? I mean, they're beautiful moments. And um, I know that, you know, people don't have a lot of time, but it's so important to find a little bit of time to carve out those memories. Really. Yeah. And those moments are the reason we became parents in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So as a mom of four kids, how did you incorporate the arts into your family life? Oh, well, our kids were always encouraged. I mean, I, I'm a painter also and a gardener. And so I'm very kind of artsy person to begin with. So our kids were into music and into um, dance and into arts and into sports and into family life. And every night uh, when it was bedtime, we would make up a story. So uh, our, we have four kids, so it's twiddle dee, twiddle da, twiddle dam, and twiddle da da. And so um, they, were, they were always told a story, and, and I have a whole slew of uh, lullabies that I would sing to them at night. So uh, just uh, doing all those things was super important. I'm also a chosen mom, so I didn't give birth to all my kids, and that's something that I 
I refer to in Majelica's Voyage, and, and it's something that's also very important to me, for to all the moms out there that um, are bringing up kids who didn't give birth to the children they're bringing up. They're your children, and you were chosen to be their mom. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a special relationship, and no one should ever apologize for it. And uh, that's something that, you know, comes through, uh, especially as we get into the third book and we... Majelica finds out who her birth parents were. And in the end, she, you know, she loves all her parents, but she, you know, she lives with her chosen mom who has brought her up all her life. That's another thing I wanted to bring up in in this story and to all those moms out there. And that's such a great, a great connection as well, because there are so many types of families these days. So to be able to reference that and really to celebrate it and not make it something you you know, hide in the closet, but to really bring that to the forefront and say, yes, we were chosen to do this. And how are we going to make this a beautiful story together? Exactly. And we were all chosen to be moms, you know, like, I mean, whether you gave birth or not, we're all cho- like, if we believe that everything happens for a reason and we believe there are no coincidences, then we must believe that our role parenting in whichever way we are parenting a child is that that was meant to be as well. And so if we embrace that and we focus on love being the most mm. important thing of everything, then, you know, how can we go wrong if we, if we stick to love? So Absolutely. I think ultimately, you know, ultimately that's it, you know, it's, it's all about love really. And, um, and it's all about the things that help us to experience love and to give love. And, and if dancing makes you feel amazing and makes you feel free and you feel great, then you will receive love and give love and, and so on. So it's, it's about creating people that are happy and that enjoy life. And I think that's why we're on earth is to be happy. And that's such a beautiful sentiment that it's all about the love. And I know with today being your birthday, you wanted to share a little mm-hmm. bit about too with our listeners. So can you tell them a little bit about what they can get to celebrate your birthday today? Well, today, because it's my 60th birthday today, Yay! which is absolutely incredible for me because I think I'm 30 and I can't understand how I could have made it here, but <laughs> here I am. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, today and tomorrow, um, I'm offering the Kindle ebook of Majelica's Voyage to the Land of the Fairies, our new book, free on Kindle, uh, uh, Amazon.com, um, today and tomorrow. And it's 68 pages, so it's a, it's a beautiful book. It was illustrated by um, a wonderful illustrator called Nathan Hines. Um, he's an American living in Tampa, Florida. And I think you're going to love the book and you're going to love the illustration. So that's my birthday gift to all of you. Well, thank you so much for celebrating your birthday with us and and sharing this beautiful gift. And I can attest to the fact that the story is really wonderful, something to definitely be shared with your kids. And the illustrations are so beautiful. You have to go out today and grab that today or tomorrow, and I will be sure to link up where you can get that on Amazon in our show notes as well as in our Facebook group, Raising Smart Kids 2.0. So Louise, before you go off and celebrate the rest of your birthday, can you leave our listeners with one parting piece of advice about why the arts are so important for their kids? The arts are so important for your kids because they allow your kids to express themselves in a way that only they can. 
and that will make happy kids. I love it. And yeah, happy kids are what this journey is all about. So if we can find ways for us to help our kids be happier, they make us happier. And the whole experience is so much more joyful in the process. So Louise, thank you so much for being here celebrating your birthday with us and giving us all a very special birthday present. Thank you. And it was such a pleasure talking to you. And um, I wish you all an amazing day and a very magical week ahead. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. To really accelerate your ability to unleash your child's superpowers and raise smarter kids through the arts, we're creating loads of new resources, ways to connect, and ways to celebrate your successes. You can join our free Facebook community by visiting theartsmartparent.com or just search up Raising Smart Kids 2.0 on Facebook. I look forward to seeing you inside our community.